Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After successfully making it onto Isla Libre... The gals, Twigs, and Q run into Martin Hammer, who is presently being attacked by an ankylosaur. They reaffirm their oath to help and venture further into the park away from the ankylosaur with a now-injured party member. After reaching a path that diverges left and right, they decide to head left and find an old train station. Inside, they find a number of new individuals being attacked by a Velociraptor. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Roll for initiative. Ah, shit. Jessica's is a two. Bob's is 15. So yeah, you, you see this this little creature begins to dig at the human man's insides. And you just see the bugbear, the fairy, and the grung are like freaking out. The bugbear goes, oh God. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Boom, 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 boom. And she picks up this like stick. It appears to be some manner of makeshift spear. It is like a big long branch that has been sharpened to a point with like a knife attached to it, but like a kitchen knife. And she is going to try and swat at the Velociraptor. Ooh. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like somebody got a hit. Okay. Maybe even a critical hit. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? So. She takes this makeshift spear and runs up to the Velociraptor. And again, it's a knife, so it's not really made for stabbing all that much as a point, but it has an edge, like for cutting. And she swings at it like a golf club and swats it off of the man, and it smacks into the ticket-taking booth ahead of it. As she has cut deep into its side and across its feathers, it is bleeding. It already looked absolutely terrible. <laughs> Barbara, it is your turn. <laughs> okay. You said the Velociraptor looks absolutely terrible? Yes. Like, bad. It looks... I mean, it's basically the size of, like, a turkey, essentially. Okay. And imagine you just took a deep cut of a turkey with a kitchen knife on a stick. <laughs> okay. So, 
Barbara's saying that we're going with the attack method is going to close up a purse, unsheathe her short sword, and attack at the Velociraptor with that. All right. Some slishy slashing, if you will. Roll that. That is a 16. That hits. Roll for damage. Okay. Wait, I was going to attack twice, or do you think I might just end it there? Just roll for damage. Okay. Oh, that's really sad. Hey, that's a five. Describe how you murk this Velociraptor. Oh, I feel really bad because I actually didn't want, Amanda didn't want to kill it. Okay, whatever. So Barbara, having unsheathed his sword, seeing just the violence, the, the, the violence that we chose to do uh, here today, just goes for it. So she, she slashes at the Velociraptor's uh, throat and kind of just makes a big gash in it. So yeah, she just really slashes at the throat and hopes it uh, hit deep enough. You slit the Velociraptor's throat and you actually cut so deep that its head kind of like falls down as you seem to have cut like just through the majority of the neck. And it runs around for a second, kind of like flapping its arms and shaking around, like kind of like when you cut a chicken's head off. And then Q runs up to it with a little knife and he goes, Help! And just like start stabbing until it, it wildly like totally overkill. Oh my, oh my gosh. Okay. Congratulations, it's fucking dead. And then you see the little pink fairy floats over to the disemboweled human man and goes, Oh no, 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 no. Uh, and she, you see, there's like this glowing energy around her hands that she's kind of putting around his his wounds. Dude is out. He's gone. And you kind of see like that flushness set in as the blood seems to drain from his face and out onto the ground. And they go, no. Boom. Uh, the person on the floor who has uh, now passed, uh, are their eyes still open? They are. Okay. Bob is gonna slowly walk over to the person on the floor. Um, can't I? I how, the, it, uh, fairies are small, right? Like really tiny. So I, I very yeah, like fit in your purse, small. Okay, yeah. So I can, I would, you know, potentially put a hand on the back, but also I just I, it's gonna be like a hand on the body, and I don't want to scare them. So, you can maybe put like a pinky on the back. Sure. Well, I also don't know them yet, so I'll, I'll just I'll just walk over, and uh, um, I am I am so sorry, uh, for for your your loss here. Um, would you like to maybe help put them to, you know? Make it look like they're sleeping if you just maybe close the eyes and you can imagine them at peace. The fairy seems to be desperately, they are slowly losing conviction, but they still seem to be trying to work some kind of magic on the wounds. And then the orange grung, the frog person looks at you and goes, who are you? I'm obsessed. Um. <laughs> hi, uh, hi, hi there. Um, I'm Jessica. Um, this is Quan. Jessica like references um, Quan, who is still mm-hmm. stabbing help, the Velociraptor. Help, help. Just like there's nothing left. He's pretty much just stabbing the ground. He's actually quartering it. Like he's he's separating the legs from the body. He's like <laughs> butchering a chicken. <laughs> he's preparing it into uh, several nice cuts. Yeah. Uh, this is Barbara. Um, Hi. And who who, who are you? Hi. I am Carla Grande. No doubt you have heard of me. No, but I wish I had. 
It is not often I run into someone who has not heard of me. <laughs> Every time she laughs and gets a little sing-songy, that like pouch in her throat seems to inflate a little bit and expand. Lovely. And uh, who are your friends? Well, this was, and at this point Carla comes over to the man and puts two sticky fingers on his eyelids and closes them. And as that happens, you see he actually begins to shapeshift a little bit. He's, he was this beautiful, beautiful human man. And as that last bit of color seems to drain from his body, he actually kind of turns gray and almost featureless. He has no mouth, just kind of this like wrinkled skin. The hair's gone, he's bald. He's just this gray creature, dead. And she says, this was Boone Perkins. This is Grotto Kortowski, as she gestures to the pink fairy. And this, hi, I'm... And the bugbear gets up, kind of, a, after wiping off some of the blood off the kitchen knife on the end of the stick. Hi, I'm Rachel Goldthwaite. Ra Rachel what? Goldthwaite. Oh. Oh, that's because we have Barbara. Hi, hi, Rachel. Um, we know of Kristoff. Uh, Hi. Oh. It's a it's a pleasure to meet you. Is he okay? We were on on different parts of the island when it all happened. I haven't been able to find him. Do you know where he is? He 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 did manage to get off the island, Rachel. So uh, he he's okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, sorry. Um, how rude of us. Thanks for coming to help. Um, help. Who are you guys? And at this point, Twigs has entered the building with uh, Martin behind him, and he goes, Jesus Christ, can you move any faster? <laughs> Martin's fucking bleeding out, and he's faster than Twigs. That's so fucked. <laughs> um, well, we're just, uh, as my associate here, Jessica, references to, to Quan, who is now filleting the breasts of the <laughs> Velociraptor into nice uh, cutlets mm. and strips uh, to be served at a later time. That's dinner, baby. As my associate here uh, stated, we're here to help. We're not, we don't necessarily have like an organizational name uh, specifically, but uh, we heard about the things that were occurring on the island, and we, we just didn't think it was right that all these people were left. And, uh, well... We're a friend of Twigs here. Say, say hello to the group, Twigs. Hello. I am Twigs Scattle. And he's looking for his buffoon uh, named Kit. You happen to see a see a um a, an orc named Twit? Kit. I mean Kit. Yeah, yeah. Kit was with us. Did you say Twit? I did say Twit by accident. Oh my! Is that their ship name? <laughs> Oh, it is their ship name. Oh, no. Twit. Twigs and Twit. Boom. Cannon. That's an unhealthy relationship. But you said you have seen him. Yeah, yeah. Kit, he was with us. Do you know what Where is he? And Twigs is moving relatively fast for Twigs. And Grotto, the fairy, says, Sorry, we don't, we don't know what happened. Our, our group used to be way bigger, but... We keep losing people. We don't know where they go. We lose them at night. We were camping out near the lake and they just kept disappearing. Oh, uh, well, that's incredibly ominous. Okay, understood. Fascinating, uh, really. Yeah, like what the? That's why we took up camping here. It's just, the, the water's too dangerous. No, for sure. Um, That's what we're gathering. Well, 
twigs, it appears that we have a lead. If, if Kit disappeared at the lake, I think that's the next place we ought to kind of head to to investigate there and see if we can find any trace. We must. Hey, uh, I mean, you guys are free to do what you want, but I don't know. I, I really wouldn't advise it. It's just, we don't know what's happening, but guaranteed every night we spend by the water, people disappear. Hmm. Not to mention, you know, the animals have to drink somewhere. Hmm. That's true. I mean, you're, you're welcome to. It seems like you can hold your own, but just saying, it's kind of dangerous. Well, when you were there, did you happen to notice anything strange about the area beyond, like, of course, the usual uh, in terms of uh, these beasts wandering about? Uh, no, no, not, nothing that we did. Are you guys... Wait, so... <laughs> You said my my husband made it off. Did did you make it off? What? Well, uh, well. no, we kind of came back. How? Well, technically we weren't here at all. Yeah. Well, how how did you get here? Please, please, we we gotta get out of here. We know. Uh, we're 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 gonna work on that. Um. Did you by any chance hear of my husband? Oh, what's your husband's name? Ricardo. Grande. Mm. That's a great question. Let me just kind of think about that for a moment. <laughs> Uncultured swine. How you do not know of the two great opera singers. We didn't We didn't meet him, right? I don't think. No, you did not. I didn't think so. I, I was like, I feel like I would have remembered a, an opera Right, for sure. Singer. But then I'm like, I also doubt myself all the time. So I don't know. <laughs> Where have you been living? Under a rock? No, just in a lighthouse. Well, I'm from just a little small town, so we don't get much opera uh, passing through. But, you know, I would love to hear you sing sometime. Do you have a particular aria that you enjoy to uh, sing? Yes. (laughs) You know, I myself am quite partial to Passe Passe Mio Dio. I don't sing for free. Oh. Uh, I wasn't suggesting. Um, I wasn't suggesting you sing. I feel like that would uh, cause unwanted attention from surrounding uh, animals. I was just trying to make conversation. But it's nice to meet you too, Carla. Uh, anyway, Carla, your husband wasn't on the island with you. No, it was a little ladies' vacation. Sure. Oh, so did did you? Um, so you are here, though. You are you are met on the island. Yeah. Okay. My uh, my my partner works at Los Marineros. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you met him. Um. W- what's what's your partner's name? Uh, Rhetorink Kartowski. Oh, we t- we talk. Come on, we have right. I'm not crazy. That last name feels very familiar. That I've written that last name down. Like it's here in my notes somewhere. But like, no, there's no way we Kartowski. Right. That was that was. He, he runs oh, oh, cups oh, oh. and cabanas. Merfolk. Okay. Ah, okay. You know, we did not make it to Cups and Cabanas, we That's but right, we right. did pass oh. by it. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Grotto. It's okay. But I think that's still good news, you know, knowing that, you know, Cups, it looked booming. You know what I mean? The, uh, Business was well. Exactly. You know, so so you can go ahead and, and uh, rest somewhat easy. I just hope he's okay. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of sensitive. He's been through a lot. Well, I'm sure you all have, yeah. Okay, uh, 
Barbara's gonna just look outside real quick and is is the sun setting? Are we are we heading into the darkness or, or what are we what what's the day looking like? It is beginning to be late afternoon. The sun is on its way down. It's still overhead, but it's on the way down. Okay. And how long uh how long would you all say it would take to get to this um body of water that the ominous things happen by? The ominous body of water. Well, there's there's a couple of different streams. Um, it depends which one you want to get to. The lake that we were camping out by is about an hour away, but, I mean, really, we've been all over the island. Okay. And have you found any uh, particular area of the island is safer than any other, by any chance? Uh, not really. I, what we've been able to gather is that there seem to be a lot of guards up on the mountain. Okay. Initially, you wanted to avoid the large carnivore pens, but now... Everything's pretty intermingled, so okay. can't really say there's one place that's safer than the others. Um, anything indoors is usually a good place to hide for at least a little while. Usually it's harder for bigger stuff to get in here. Mm-hmm. That's a fair assessment. And just to see, you said there's a lot of guards on the mountain. Yeah. Um, wh- how close to uh, the mountain was this lake? Did it happen to be at the foot of the l- mountain? Uh... Yeah, there's a couple of them are, are by the foot. Not all of them, but most of them are, yeah. And was this lake that you guys were camping out at with Kit at the foot of the mountain by any chance? Yeah. Okay. I hope he's okay. I certainly hope so as well, you he know. He has to be. Absolutely, Twigs. And Jessica puts a hand on his back and kind of pats it and rubs it for a moment. And then she goes, and uh, now I, there's, there's a certain strength in numbers, but... um. You wouldn't happen to want to join us in checking out that lake again, would ya? Carla's neck pouch inflates. Oh. I mean, I, I can't really see the harm in it as long as we're indoors by nightfall. Okay. Right, guys? I suppose, if that is the wheel of the group. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. Uh, yeah, whatever, just... If, do any of you know how to heal? Uh, any sort of healing magic? Yeah, yeah, I can. And you see Grotto flies over to Martin and says, Oh, what is with these things attacking people's midsections? Here, let me see what I can do. And they put two hands on his abdomen where the ankylosaur really dug into him. And you see, Martin seems to improve a little bit. He gets a little more color in his face, but not by much. I'm sorry. I, it's the best I can do right now. No, it's all right. Thanks. That helps a little bit. Um, What's everyone's passive perception? Fuck. Oh, no. Uh, two. <laughs> Literally a two is your passive perception? How? You, you would need a minus eight. Oh, okay. So, no, I just, I'm wrong. Hold on. I definitely did that part wrong then. Uh, Mine's an 11. My passive perception after long uh, deliberating is 15. You hear a... Like a little squeaking. You turn. Okay. You don't really find anything. And Carla says, did you hear that? Yeah, I did actually. The room goes quiet. Then you hear it again. Oh, what the hell is that? I wish I knew. (laughs) This time from the left. Uh, 
Yes, you don't hear that? It's like a like a yipping, like a yippy yip 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 yip. Rachel walks up to the booth and goes, Oh, it's just a little guy. And standing on the sill of the booth... Be careful, Rachel. ...is a little green dinosaur. It looks like a velociraptor, but it's featherless, and it's only a few inches tall with a slender neck. Oh! Rachel, Rachel, slowly back away from that thing. Little guy? I am a little guy. That is not a little guy. And another one of the little guys leaps atop Grotto, knocking them to the ground. Before you can even react, a second one leaps out from beneath one of the seats and takes a bite out of their neck. Blood gushes everywhere as Grotto lets out a yelp. The Compsognathus latches onto their finger, taking a good chunk out of them before getting tossed to the ground and running to join its brethren, along with perhaps 10 others. No, wait, 20, 30? What the hell? You lose count as a swarm of Compsies envelops a screaming grotto. Not moments later, they look up at you with blood-covered mouths. Through the swarm, you can barely make out a pile of bones as they run toward you. Roll for initiative. We're halfway there. Rise and shine, Mr. Freeman. This, this is the Halftime Act with Nikki B. More presents. Rip, 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 Ooh. Ah! Is this the limited edition Drimbus World map? And the hand-drawn Calvin's version? Oh my god, and what's that? Oh my god, they're signed by the Drimbus team! Look, look, look! Oh, that's Nikki B's signature! Oh my god, I love him! Oh, don't mind that. Uh, we're just giving out gifts to our special patrons. What's that? You're still not a patron? But look! Uh, oh, okay, you can't look. Uh, listen. Listen to me. This signed edition of the map is available to our patrons at the powerful potion seller tier and higher for free this month not just that anyone signing up for an annual membership is getting 20 percent off their flipping subscription what are you waiting for that's a steal you get to support the show and you get goodies and if you help us hit our stretch goal, the stretch goal of 50 patrons this month, we'll be making a super awesome Drimbus adventure book for you to use in running your home games to, to all patrons, regardless of the tier. All right? Really, it's a gift for you, for us, and everyone else. So get in there, and if you're already in there, Share this with your friends and family. Use that hashtag Drimbus. Leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. We'd really appreciate it. 
Speaking of appreciating things, let's show our appreciation for all our beautiful patrons with this customary birthday punches, as is tradition. Thank you, Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greg, and Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emerson Craig, Regina Russell. That was you, all right? You're right. Morgan Holly. Okay, <laughs> you're a fast one. Salty. Adrian Bundy. Yep. Oh, too slow. Sam Olivos. Jordan Cobb. The unnamed broke. Okay, that was, that was a little too much. You just got a lot of syllables, so it's kind of kind of got carried away. Oh, look out, John Gillette. <laughs> Chloe G. Conair on DVD. NB Star. It's TV. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Stevie B. Keys. Doubtful guest. Michael Richards. Davis Walden. Fina Moonstrider. Denny Do Dropkick. Myth Mouse. Will Woodwall. Here comes the elbow. Callie Wolf. Brandon M. Bishop and Bridge. All right, everybody good? Everybody now? Okay, well, you uh, put some ice on that, all of you. Uh, back to the show. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roll for initiative. Jesus. You didn't even give us a chance to save Grotto. I'm really mad. Grotto was the healer. We need him. <laughs> uh, Jessica's initiative is a 10. I don't want to roll initiative. I don't want to fight. Oh, my initiative was a six. <laughs> the compies swarm Grotto and look up at you with a blood red covered mouths and they begin to move as a swarm. First up is Quan. Quan, throw the meat at them and hope for the best that they'll snack on that we can run. Huh. Nice. Quan is just going to fire a crossbow bolt into the swarm and see how many it takes out. He fires and it just bounces off the ground as you see the swarm like parts like and then swarms back together. He tosses one of the Velociraptor legs off to the side, and you see four or five of the compies run off to begin devouring that. Good suggestion, Jessica. 
they will not be able to use one of their features this turn as part of the swarm is distracted. Next up is Twigs. Twigs is going to pull out his long sword. Twigs pulls the long sword out of the cane sheathing, holds it up above his head, and with a swiftness that you have not seen since he amputated Dart McNeil's he- uh, leg, not head, you didn't see that, um, <laughs> he swishes down, almost like a, like a conductor bringing a baton down, and he says, my buffoon, and he just seems to slice through probably a good six or seven of the compies. <laughs> dealing a significant amount of damage to the horde. Jessica, it is your turn. Jessica immediately starts to twist her fingers around as a small little flame ignites in her palm and it grows into a firebolt as she casts firebolt on the swarm. Does a 15 hit? It does, roll for damage. That's gonna be 16 damage. You shoot this bolt of fire there in the swarm of about 20 that are coming at you right now you can't see them through the fire for a second and then as the fire dissipates after encompassing them you see there are maybe 15 left as five of them seem to have literally just turned to fucking ash next up is carla carla is going to sick okay nice there you go she goes and your ears hurt, they ring. I need everyone to roll a constitution saving throw for me. Oh. Ow! Jeez. Oh, damn. That is a dirty 20 for Barbara. Oh, golly. That's an eight for Jessica. Jessica, Hugh, and Twigs, you all take five points of damage as this singing rings through your skull. Ow! Ay, you beautiful voice, though. Oh. Uh, oh, God, maybe don't do that right next to us. I'm a sorry. Next up is Martin Hammer. You see Martin seems to charge up that hammer like he did with the ankles. And then brings it down really heavy on the swarm of compies. Holy shit. And he crushes another three or four of them just directly underneath the hammer. Like squishing a bug, it comes back up and you just see a splatter of blood. Next up is Rachel. Rachel is going to swat at them with the spear through the horde, kind of like she did with the Velociraptor. Rachel seems to take a couple of them out, or at least cripple them, as some of their little thin legs seem to crunch under the swishing of the knife. Next up are the compies. Jessica. Yeah? Do you have all of your hit points? No. Actually, wait, no. The swarm is currently distracted, so they don't get to use this feature. Okay. They are going to attack you. Does a 23 hit you? No! (laughs) Lucky for you, you have decimated more than half of the swarm at this point. So you get the feeling this is not as bad as it could be. Are you kidding me? Nothing but ones, holy shit. Okay, you take two points of damage as about the 10 remaining copies come up to you and begin to nibble at your ankles and take bites out of you. They begin swarming at your feet. Uh, And you see the five or so that were distracted earlier with the Velociraptor leg seem to have picked it clean and now come back to join the swarm. Barbara, it is your turn. Okay, uh... Barb's gonna use the short sword and slash at the swarm, and she's gonna do it twice because she can. So, 
That is a 16. Ooh. Okay. And that is also a 16. Roll for damage. Spicy, spicy. That is a 5. And that is a 6. You see a little swarm forming at Jessica's feet. You take your short sword and you begin to chop through them. You slice through half no problem with one swing. You bring it back around the other arm. You slice through the other half, decimating them. There is one little compy left at Jessica's feet. It turns and looks at you and goes... You pick it up and just crush it in your head. No one messes with my friend. Aw, oh, thanks, Barbara. You're welcome. You're very welcome. And my new friends, obviously. But, yes. You are all very capable at killing. Thank you. Barbara's just gonna, like, fix the hair really quick, little Bob. Ay, grotto. Grotto, grotto, grotto. And uh, Carla gets down and picks up Grotto's little bones in her hands. I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss, uh, Miss Carla. And Jessica puts a hand on Carla's back and kind of pats it and goes, um, "I don't know what to, what else to say, but I'm so sorry." Me too. Just get us off this island, please. We're sure as hell gonna try. <laughs> Carla looks up, takes a deep breath, and then with her index finger, wipes one tear away from her eyeline and flicks it away and goes, very well, we must go on. Uh, And she pulls out a little, like, kerchief from out of her pocket and wraps Grotto's bones in it. Well, uh, let's head for this lake before anything else uh, happens here. All right, let's go. Um, I... Sorry, I just, I, I, uh, again, so sorry for your losses today. Um, it's all, I feel like by the time we get there, it's gonna be dark. Um, and I know you said a lot of the ominous things, or the bad things happen at, at night. I don't know if, um, should we maybe just try and, and, and camp up somewhere, indoors, preferably, uh, probably not here, considering what just happened, um, before nightfall comes, uh, if we want to go to the lake, we could totally do that, of course. I just want to make sure, you know, Well, we're wise about this, you know? The reason I say we... I, I had this in my mind to go to the lake is... It's at the base of the mountain. And they've been disappearing without a trace at night. And there have been a lot of guards on the mountain. I think that there could be a facility inside the mountain... And there could be an entrance to it near this lake. Okay. Fair. That's a fair. That, no, that's a fair. I mean, that could make sense, but why? What, what could possibly be in there? Why would they be t- taking us? Could be that maybe there was something that was seen, or maybe this is their way of trying to collect people and keep them safe until we can get off, the, until they could get them but off why, the island. I don't why know. Why would they just tell us? I mean... It seems like the infrastructure and the communication systems of this island have kind of completely fallen apart, so it might be might be difficult to, to get everyone in touch with anyway. Regardless, my buffoon is out there. And if he's in danger, we need to get to him as quickly as possible. Okay. I agree. Okay. And then Barbara's going to look at Carla and Rachel and just uh, give them an option. Listen, 
Um, I know we just met, and I know you two have just been through a lot, um, and I'm sure you have been the past two weeks, but it's not easy losing someone. Um, I don't know how close you all were, but clearly you helped each other get this far, and you're more than welcome to join us, but we also know exactly how dangerous this, uh, will be, so if you don't want to, you're more than welcome to stay here or, or go your separate ways. Um, we are gonna really try and find a way off the island, though. I mean, we got here, so we, we, we gotta get out of here, and I'd love it if we stuck together, but, like, you have an option here, so, um, whatever you decide, we respect your choice, um, then we'll do our best to find you again if we have to, to get off the island. Martin walks up to them and says, Look, I get that you're saying that things have been happening around the water, but for what it's worth, you literally just got a swarm of land piranhas in here. So I don't know that it's necessarily much safer anywhere. You can come with us. We'll we'll check out the lake. If we don't find anything by nightfall, then, you know, we walk around, we, we find some place to stay for the night. And I don't know, I, I've seen too many people die on this island already. Yeah, I know. You're right, you're right. I'd, I'd be happy to come with you guys. We lost half our group in the last 10 minutes, so. Uh, I, I'd be happy to come with you, but only if Carla is okay with it. Well, I don't see, why not? But, and she eyes Jessica up and down, she says, I'm not singing for free. I would never ask that of an artist. Okay, let's go. Very well, uh, if you could, Maybe just uh, point us in the direction of the lake, or if you'd like to lead the way, either way. Yeah, I got you. I, I, I know how to get there. Thanks, Rachel. You all ready to go? Sure as heck, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And you all venture out. Rachel kind of leads you through the brush, kind of. It's not really on a path. It's not fully off. It looks like maybe this may have been some sort of maintenance path, you get me? Like, it's definitely not made for guests to be trekking around through here. You guys actually have to go through a couple of fences, but there's a little bit of a of some sort of trail for you to walk. And eventually, after probably about an hour or so of walking, you arrive at the lake. The mountain in the center of the island stretches high into the sky, and the sun is beginning to set over it on the other side. The few rays that do manage to shine down onto it illuminate this huge, impressive, just aquamarine blue lake. All right, everyone, uh, start spreading out and see if you can find any sort of um, sign of a hidden entryway on the base here. Wait, wait, wait. Holy shit, what's that? And Martin points to the lake. This is a big lake, and it is deep. It is aquamarine blue, it is crystal clear, like you can see pretty deep into it, but it seems to stretch so far down that you can't really see the bottom. And suddenly, from within it, you see a large shadow. Oh no. Something seems to be swimming in the lake. You can't see the creature itself, but there appears to be an outline of a pointed snout, two flippers, and a large fluke-like tail. Yeah, definitely don't get too close to that water's edge, everybody. Yeah, no thank you. Nope. I, uh, hi. Yeah, I have, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that phobia, the fear of the ocean, not, nah, not here for it. No thank you. Philosophobia. Well, that's not an ocean. It's a lake, so you don't have to be too scared now. Okay, well, large bodies of water. 
is 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 what it is. Okay, that's what it is. I will say, uh, yeah, definitely be careful around the edge of the water. For what it's worth, it just kind of mostly swims in circles. If you get near the edge of the water, it will kind of come up and try and get you. Uh, but other than that, like you know, it's not going to come out on its own. So you should be okay. Okay. Still don't trust it, but okay. Uh, I guess we're just going to be searching around here. Um, and with that, Barbara's going to start really looking into her surroundings and trying to see if she sees anything weird or that sticks out. Jessica is going to investigate the base of the mountain, see if on the mountainside, any signs of like the scraping of perhaps... Um, rock on rock where like a secret entryway would be Mm -hmm. to be opening it that investigation is a 15 from jessica all right uh jessica you investigate the the mountain the base of the mountain the rock wall and it seems pretty normal there's not even much of a wall per se it's kind of just a slope that kind of goes up uh it, it is very steep though I can't say you find anything odd in terms of, you know, rock on rock scraping or secret passageways. Hmm. Damn. I got nothing over here, Barb. Did you find anything uh, of interest? Bob rolled a 17. I guess I was looking more around our surrounding area, less so at like the mountain. And just trying to see if I notice anything out of the ordinary. What, like in the forest? Yeah. And with the 17, you look around, you see activity you managed to find what looks like a set of very large three-toed footprints that seem to have come to and fro every now and then you see smaller footprints it looks like a couple of clawed creatures came through here but nothing really in terms of like secret passageways or anything like that <sighs> not much over here Jess. just a bunch of footprints um any humanoid or mostly uh, these dinos? Seems more like creatures, you know. It looks like some we got of the amphibian sort. Um, others, yeah, I guess kind of... What else would you expect on the island, I guess? Um, yeah, fair enough. And suddenly you hear... And you look over to the edge of the lake and you see Twigs like has fallen on his back. He seems to have dipped his cane into the lake. And you see this big creature breach up and snap and then go back down into the water. Barbara faints. Oh my god. Barbara's out for the night. <laughs> uh, Jessica kind of looks at Twigs and goes, And now what have we learned? I'm testing. Uh huh. Yeah. And Jessica then runs over to Barbara and kind of like <laughs> checks on her, makes sure like as she, she fainted, she didn't hit her head or anything. And she uh, like rests her head in her lap and goes, Barbara, oh, Barbara, come on, dear. Come to, come to now. It's okay. It's gone now. Barbara. Come on, Barbara. Uh, and Barbara wakes up. She's like, oh my gosh. Oh, she can't breathe. Okay. Oh, in and out. Come on. You, oh. you breathe, breathe, breathe. Now uh, now tell me um, tell me five things that you can see around you, dear, okay? Oh, gosh. A lot of water. A lot of damn trees. Yeah, yeah. That That's a lot of water. There's a lot of trees. Yeah. A little girl runs through the forest with a veal. 
How dare you? <laughs> that, that little girl was running with the veal. Oh my gosh. I don't see that, but okay. Um, yeah, how do you, how'd you, you might miss be a... hallucinating a bit, dear. Uh, no, what? Me? Who? Uh, so what else? You, you no. see water, you see trees. Jess, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, uh, okay. This might be crazy. This might be absolutely bonkers. Yeah. What is the reason uh, to have a huge thing in a large body of water like that, right? Is, do, you, do you think it might be like covering up something, uh, uh, protecting something? Guarding something, perhaps? Yes, exactly, yes. Yeah, you know? And um, as you're having this conversation, again you hear a... As the creature breaches again out of the center of the lake, snaps up and falls back down. And Twigs is like on his hands and knees, dipping his cane into the lake, and he turns back to look at you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, okay. Does okay. it look like a actual like creature, creature, or does it look mechanical in any way? You didn't get a good look at it because, like, you just heard it as it was happening. Twigs, I'm gonna stand here. You do that again while I get a good look, okay? Twigs looks back at you and he smiles as he dips his cane into the water again. And as he does, it takes about five seconds as you see the shadow. It seems to be swimming around the edges of the lake. And then the moment he dips his cane in, you see the shadow swims to the center of the lake and then breaches up. And as it breaches the water, you see its skin doesn't look like the rest of the creatures you've seen here. It almost looks metallic, mm -hmm. and its eyes almost seem to glow as it then falls back into the water. And then you see the shadow swim back out to the edges of the lake and begin to circle. Well, 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 Barbara, did you see what I just saw? I want to say yes, but I'll let you tell me for the sake. This didn't look like a little dino. This looked like a mechanical something or other. And notice, Twig says, as he dips his cane in again. It doesn't swim to me. It swims to the center. Mm -hmm. And it's just the same pattern over and over again. I think we might have found our way in somewhere. Well, how well can you hold your breath? And Carla breathes and her pouch just expands. It covers her chest. And, uh, well, I do happen to uh, know a water breathing spell. Oh, excellent. I can't swim. Oh, no. Don't worry, Twigs. You just kind of cling on to one of us and we can get you there. Well, like, are we certain that it's not going to change its mind and try and eat us if we get in the water. Okay, so that's what we're gonna try and, um... Do we have any volunteers who would like to maybe, uh, go into the water and then, um, maybe do an investigation underneath the water and if anything bad happens... Q throws a velociraptor breast into the water. And as it hits the surface of the water, you see the Mosasaur swim to the middle, jump up, reach and snap, but the breast just kind of keeps floating in the water. And as it comes back down, it forms these waves and you see it kind of like, like bobbing up and down in the waves. Okay. Thank you for that. Confirmed, I think we're gonna be okay. However, we don't know exactly 
I guess, where we'd be swimming to. Uh, I mean, Carla, do you want to, do you want to, now that you've seen that everything's kind of safe, really, would you like to give us a head start, maybe jump in and see if you notice anything, any doors, any passageways, any, 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 you know, anything like that? <sighs> you don't have to if, you don't, if you're not comfortable, but, you know, I just figure if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be the person with the best lungs in the group, right? Carla is in this, like, long white dress that is, like, tattered around the feet, as if it's just been through the muck and everything, and she grabs it and tears it into... Oh, my. And beneath it, you see this, like, sexy red bathing suit, and she says, You just wanted to get the show for the free. As she gets down on her froggy legs and leaps up into the air in a swan dive and twirls into the water. Oh, wow, that was quite impressive. I, know, I gotta say, she's got style. Wow. Do you see that red? Really, really accents the color. Really beautiful. Stunning. Uh, 10 out of 10, I'd give her if I had any cue cards on me. Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> and then as she hits the surface of the water, you see the Mosasaur, sure enough, swims up, snaps up. And then you just see this little froggy figure disappearing further and further and further into the water. <sighs> she's braver than I'll ever be. Damn. I could not do that. No, thank you. Well, if she's in there and it doesn't seem anything bad's happening, I might need to get started on this spell so she doesn't get too far ahead. And Jessica sits, she kind of hikes up her skirt a bit to expose her knees, sits cross-legged on the ground, and she's like, now if everybody could just gather around me in a circle, please. Uh, yeah, I, can you help me? Because I can't. I don't, I can't breathe water. Don't worry, this spell can affect up to 10 people. So just kind of gather around me, children. And at this point you hear a little bob out of the water. And Carla goes, oh, it's too deep. Oh, I can't hold my breath that long. No worries. Uh, Carla, come on over and join the circle here. And don't worry, it lasts for 24 hours and you can keep the other ways of breathing. So uh, just uh, gather around me and I'll start ritual casting this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a grog. I can breathe water. Did you believe me? I'm good actress. <laughs> well, you are quite the performer, aren't you, Carla? Anyways, yes. It's very deep. You all are going to need this. Okay, but did you see anything? Uh, there is tunnel. There is... <clears throat> There is tunnel. Okay, cool. Okay. There is tunnel. Okay, so... Bottom of lake, like drain. Like in bathtub, you know? What? Like a bathtub, you know? Oh, a, a drain. I heard train. I was like, there's a train? I didn't... I'm sorry. Okay. I was very confused. We're getting the midnight train, oh. you know? Going, Going anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. 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 100%. Well, I was thinking uh, particularly of Georgia, but, you know, we'll just, we'll go anywhere as well. That's fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, so as Jessica places her palms on the ground, sitting cross-legged, her palms begin to glow a purple color as this light kind of emanates around through the palms and into the ground, and it starts to glow in a circle around her and where it surrounds everyone that's standing. And then... She kind of looks up into the sky as her mouth opens and this like purple mist starts to envelop out of it and creates this like bubble around everyone. And you kind of hear her just going as the mist begins to enclose around and get tighter and tighter and tighter around everyone. it passes through everyone. It's a very slow process. It takes about, I'd say, 10 minutes 
to then like come back to Jessica. And then there's like this blink as this purple light flashes around everyone. And then Jessica closes her mouth, kind of resets, brushes herself off, stands up and goes, okay, well, I think all of us should find uh, that we can breathe underwater now. So uh, shall we head for this tunnel? What you say, gang? And Jessica kind of does a fist pump up in the air. Um, help! Before Twigs can even get the fist all the way up in the air, Jessica grabs it, pulls him down into the water, and dives in. All right. Yeah, he falls in with you. He goes, oh, no. You fall into the water, and Twigs, not knowing how to swim, just kind of lets his arms fly above him as you guys sink to the bottom. Up top, Carla seems to begin swimming after you guys, uh, and then Hugh and Rachel kind of look at each other and look at Barb, and Quan goes, help, uh, and dives in. Rachel looks about nervously and says, well, I guess it's good timing. And she points to the horizon as the sun begins to dip lower and lower behind the mountains. You ready? No, no, I, I, I am not, but I know we're gonna go, so, okay, <sighs> okay, <sighs> okay, um. And Martin kind of limps over to the edge of the water. Oh, okay. shit. Uh, you guys want to take the express train? What does that mean? Just hold on to me. Martin, are you, are you sure? You don't seem to be in, uh, you know... Yeah, yeah. The oh. best shape. I mean, you're in, you're very fit, you know, but, but I mean, you know... Trust me, just grab here, one of you on each arm. Grab me. Oh, okay. And Barbara's gonna grab onto Martin. Okay, and he swings his Warhammer up and then down into the water. Uh, and he dives with it. And the heavy, heavy Warhammer pulls you deeper and deeper and deeper into the lake as you dive into the tunnel and swim forward, leaving the light of day behind you. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Feltra and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madame Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira? Beth? What the fuck? Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth, he's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! (laughs) Kira! I can still see him! Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye!